Welcome to another exciting podcast brought to you by Bayside Christian Church. I'm just going to speak for nine and a half minutes, so take your seats. Some of you immediately just clicked on your phones then to see, can he do it? I just want to talk about two prayers, because then we've got another great song we're going to sing. Two, two powerful prayers. And I want to say there's power in prayer. Just today, we had the privilege of having lunch with um, Paul and Nancy Kemick. And Pastor Paul was our youth pastor when we were young. When we first, and he helped disciple us. And his wife Nancy was in our uh, wedding party nearly 38 years ago. And we connect, they came on holidays, and they came to church and didn't know they were coming. And we just had about three hours over lunch and we ended up talking and praying and prophesying over one another. And towards the end, we were praying and just ministering and holding hands and just praying. And the presence of God was there. And then I opened my eyes and there's one of the staff workers sitting at the next table just watching us, captivated and really touched because we were praying. We said a quick hello on the way out and she, you could tell she was fascinated, wondering what is going on at that table. Not in a way, but in curiosity. But I don't know how many times Marilyn and I have been in hospital and you're praying for someone, visiting someone, and you pray for them. And then before you leave the room, said, can you come and pray for me like that? Can you come and pray? One day I did the whole room. There's four people. They wouldn't let me out until I'd prayed for all of them. I didn't know any of them except the one person from our church I visit. There's incredible power in people. Some people won't listen to you preach the gospel to them or try and explain all who Jesus is. But you find it in and say, hey, would you mind if I prayed for you? Would you like me to pray? I want to just share two of the most powerful prayers in the Bible. Ephesians 3.14. For this reason I kneel before the Father from whom every family in heaven and earth derives his name. I pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through His Spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And then he goes on in the second prayer, And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide, long, high and deep is the love of Christ and to know His love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Now that's just, that's hard to comprehend. God fills the heavens and the earth. He says, I want you to be filled with that. Not just a little bit, not an occasional experience or we pray a prayer and God answers the prayer. This is, this is awesome what Paul's praying for the Ephesians church and for us today. And that's our prayer, that God, that you would fill us, overflow us so that whenever anyone gets close to us, or when they see us praying for one another, that they feel something of the overflow of God in us. Because prayer is when you're talking to God. And when you're praying together, something powerful happens. You start to drop your pretenses. We can put on nice fronts and we can impress people and put our best front. But when you start to pray, before long, your real heart starts to come out. The real cry, the real need, the real faith. And that's why prayer is so powerful. In the message version it says, and then it goes on now, to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagining according to the, his power that is at work, where? Within us. Because when it works in us, then it flows out of us. When we're praying for people, we're saying, God, heal them, set them free, minister protection and provision. Because when you're praying for them, you're actually praying from the overflow of your heart and bringing God into their world. 
What a prayer. God knows everyone's need. He can answer every prayer. He can answer everyone's cry. But he chooses to use us to pray. The message says, my response is to get down on my knees before the Father, this magnificent Father who parcels out all of heaven and earth. I ask him. So here instead of the word prayer, he says, I ask. So prayer is asking. Just asking for help. A cry from your heart. I ask him to strengthen you by his spirit. Not a brute strength, but a glorious inner strength that Christ will live in you as you open the door and invite him in. Maybe you're here tonight and someone's invited you along and you don't know this amazing Jesus in a personal way. You might know about him. You might know him in a religious way. But God's extending an invitation for you to know him. Beautiful way that you open your heart. And then it goes on and uh, says, And I ask him that with both feet planted firmly on love, you'll be able to take in with all the followers of Jesus the extravagant dimensions of Christ's love. Well, Paul's just running out of words here. He's just going for it. And he doesn't even stop the sentence. He just keeps putting a comma and it just keeps pouring out of him this extravagant dimension of his love. Reach out and experience the breadth, test its length, plumb the depths, rise to the heights, live full lives, full in the fullness of God. Wow, we settle for so much less, don't we? We say, God, give me enough strength to get through the day. Help me at school. Help me to get this exam done. Lord, help to heal my headache. And we are so small so often. God's saying, well, let, let your prayers and your cries just reach out to the fullness of how big our God is and see what he'll do because he's waiting for some big prayers because he's a very big God. We, 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 it says, the Bible says, we, we receive not because we ask not. My question is how much you ask and how big are you asking? How big is your faith? How big is the cry of your heart? I think we need to ask bigger. Instead of saying, Lord, I'm going to believe in this year to lead one person to Jesus. Why don't you be bold and say, Lord, how about the whole street? You say, that's too big. Don McDonough, when he got saved, they had led over 100 people to Jesus in their neighborhood in the first year that they got saved, him and his wife. They just said, God, if this has changed our life, why not the whole street? And one by one, they just started coming. They'd have barbecues and parties, invite them all over. Then they'd just share their story. And one by one, they came to Christ. I think, Lord, we just ask too small sometimes. I just think God's saying, let's ask big. Let's ask for our city. Let's, let's ask for our school or our university or our classroom or our, our sporting team or the people we go to the gym with. Why don't we ask big? God says, come on, I'm so big and magnificent and full of love. Just tap into it. We have a nice little straw. We're just tapping in. God says, hey, get a big 30 centimetre pipe connected to my love and let it flow. Let it flow. Throw the straw away. Let's get something big so God can pour out of us. I think God's saying, let's ask bigger because our God's bigger. He's so awesome. Oh, be specific. Let it come out of relationship with faith and trust as Kate shared. Often prayer is not about ourselves, it's others. I've found God answers prayers for others more than he does me because when I'm praying for others, then you get the overflow anyway. It's okay to ask for yourself. We learn how to trust God that way, but then let it flow out. Led by the Spirit, it says, not in your own strength, not, a, not, not out of your own energy, but his glorious strength and with authority. I'll wrap it up with the Amplified in verse 19. It says, and that you may come to know practically through personal experience. I love this. 
Prayer and worship is about you knowing personally, not just theory and you read it in the Bible or hear someone else's story. And we heard some great stories already tonight. How awesome is that? But you've got your story developing. When I was a youth pastor, I first started preaching, I'd say, I don't have any stories to tell. And an old wise guy said, use Bible stories and other people's stories and one day you'll have plenty of your own. And that's true. So it's okay to share someone else's story, but God will give you lots of stories if you just share. So it goes on and says, the love of Christ, which far surpasses mere knowledge without experience, that you may be filled throughout your being to all the fullness of God so that you may have the richest experience of God's presence in your lives, completely filled and flooded with God Himself. Paul's, he's just running out of words here. Filled and flooded with God Himself. That means if you're filled and flooded with Him, there's no room for self and no room for sin and other junk and fear because the Bible says God's perfect love drives out fear. And when we worship and pray, I want some of you to start asking bigger, saying, God, fill me and flood me so you so overwhelm me that you're greater. And this song that Matt and Rachel and the team have written, greater, greater than I've ever seen. That's what God's calling us as a church. Don't sit on the sidelines. Let's step in. And then it says, Now to him who is able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly, more than we dare ask or think, infinitely beyond our greatest prayers, hopes or dreams according to His power that is at work within us. Let's stand. We're going to sing another beautiful song. But for 20 seconds, I want you to ask and dare to ask for something bigger than you've been asking for. There's some people here. You've been struggling with an addiction of smoking or alcohol, overuse or anger or something that's just gripped your soul, why don't you for 20 seconds reach up to heaven and ask for God to ask bigger than what you've been asking. Right now, because he's a great, why don't you just ask for something bigger? Maybe harmony in your home or your marriage. Maybe an overflow where people will come to Christ. Why don't you just ask bigger? Stay tuned for another exciting podcast brought to you by Bayside Christian Church.